Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on a big Friday, August the 26th. As uh, today, uh, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to the weekend and particularly many Saint fans tonight as the Saints kick off their last uh, preseason game to be held in Louisiana a Superdome, or known as Caesars. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, some just uh, telling Jeff before we went on the air that uh, 20 years ago today, streaming uh, Major League Baseball TV kicked off things. Uh, we're streaming in the first professional live uh, stream to uh, a regular season, and now, uh, boys, just uh, you can stream anything. You can stream Cane uh, Radio. You can stream uh, anything you want. You can find it. Uh, of course, sometimes you have to pay for it, like ESPN Plus. Uh, the Disney Channel, whatever the case may be. But uh, streaming uh, is in our lives now, Jeff, and uh, I don't think it's going anywhere either. Streaming audio uh, came first, uh, and for obvious reasons, it doesn't need as much bandwidth to be successful. Streaming video has come a long way since 2002. Let me tell you, you I I remember trying to stream hockey and take it from a laptop and put it to a big-screen TV, and it looked way too digitized. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't worth uh, doing, watching. But now on ESPN Plus, uh, it's amazing watching hockey stream. Uh, yeah. they, they've come a long way, thankfully. And uh, now baseball, uh, in those days, uh, that was when the Cubs uh, first uh, made the playoffs with the rebuild in 2015. And I watched a lot of games streaming that year. Yeah. That, in fact, that was the first year I bought the package. And, uh, you know, baseball is a a little bit of a slower game, so it wasn't too bad uh, at all. But over the next couple of years, uh, it's improved exponentially. Well, that's how billionaire Mark Cuban got his Mm -hmm. business. Uh, He moved from uh, Indiana to somewhere in Texas, and uh, he was trying to figure out how he could listen to Indiana uh, basketball games, the University of Indiana basketball game, the Hoosiers. And uh, lo and behold, he figured out a way, he and a buddy, to hook up to the, a radio station and uh, bring it back to through his computer. And lo and behold, uh, he ends up selling that service for billions of dollars and uh, becomes a billionaire. And Broadcast News, I think it was the uh, name of his uh, outfit back then. But Mark Cuban, he, he, he made bought the Mavericks. I'm trying to think what else he owns, too, in the meantime. But uh, streaming is uh, here to say. He's doing well. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm not worried about him. The only the only man that bought a used his American Express card to buy a 747 for $43 million. <laughs> and somebody said, well, what, you had all the cash. Why didn't you pay for it? Just write him a check. He said, uh, because I was thinking, you know, I charge it on my American Express card. It's $43 million. I get the bill, and then I got 30 days to pay it. You know how much money I can make on interest on $43 million? Not, Always not, thinking. Not only that, the reward points. That's right. I, I'm telling you, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my sister lives on those reward points. She, she buys everything with this one cr- for her business. Sure. And uh, she flies for free. She does this for free. I mean, uh, and uh, she she has. Uh, she flies quite a bit. Lives in San Francisco. Uh, has an apartment in New York. And uh, in between is my parents' home. And she stays there uh, quite a bit. I'm still trying to get her to get let go of that one. That's another story. For I understand. Day. I hear you. Anyway, uh, you know, speaking of streaming, last night, uh, Thursday night, uh, the deal debuted with Amazon as they broadcast uh, the 49ers and the Texans, uh, the preseason game, and we'll follow with 15 more in the regular season. So uh, 
Anyway, to hedge it, a broker deal with DirecTV to add those games in over 300,000 sports bars, restaurants, hotels, and other venues. So, uh, Big Tech goes bigger. So, uh, what can I say, uh, Jeff? Of course, tonight, all you Saint fans, uh, they're wondering uh, what's going to take place tonight. Well, Winston, Jameis Winston hit the field for a few snaps. Who knows? I think he'd like to, but not sure if the Saints coaches uh, want to take that uh, case. But uh, I'll watch tonight at 7 o'clock. Channel 3, or uh, I can't say it's on Channel 3, but the networks, uh, they bounce it all around, whether it be Cox or Direct, uh, yeah, you know, different uh, venues. 3.1, I believe. Uh, you know, last year uh, they were putting the Friday night games on the CW, not messing with the network, ABC stuff, but last week it was on Channel uh, 3.1 or Cox Channel 5, and again, uh, DirecTV, I think, puts it on uh, their normal channels because they can there's a, a thing that a lot of people say why isn't channel three on cox channel three it's, it's all about shadowing yes that's uh, right because you know your tv may still be trying to pick up a broadcast signal and so traditionally they would not get uh, a channel off or two so you didn't have that right. shadowing uh, from the cable to what your antenna might be trying to do yeah, and- but I, I don't know if that's an issue now with digital tv but they never did go back. Yeah, you're right. And uh, in the meantime, uh, college football kicks off this weekend. Uh, I guess one of the big games, uh, of course, uh, Nebraska, the Cornhuskers, uh, along with Northwestern, the Wildcats are traveling to Dublin, Ireland, to play a game on Fox. So uh, also Wyoming's going to be at Illinois. Uh, that'll be another game uh, and late game, Nevada at New Mexico State. Uh, Vanderbilt, Hawaii, if you want to stay up in uh, to the early morning hours to watch that of course, uh, the PGA Tour Championship Friday and Sunday, uh, golf on NBC and ESPN+. Plus. Little League World Series, Taiwan and Caraco take go at it today, or maybe it's tomorrow along with Tennessee, and uh, I want to say they take on Hawaii, and the winner of those two games will play for the uh, World Championship of Little League Baseball, and that's going to be Sunday afternoon around 3 p.m. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. How strong Taiwan or Caraco is, Hawaii is pretty strong. No, I think they've already beaten Tennessee. Uh, so uh, the winners of those two games will play for the World Championship sometime Sunday afternoon around 3 o'clock. Not sure if that's Eastern time or Central time. Uh, 14 NFL games on. Uh, if you want to watch professional football, you've got plenty of games to watch. They've got the Saints tonight along with a couple, a few other games, and then tomorrow a whole host of games. And I even think a couple games on Sunday. So, uh you can be full up with uh, Major League, uh, I should say, football, uh, NFL style this weekend. Uh, NBA play. Uh, uh, go ahead. Before, uh, did you realize there's a Little League home run derby? No, I didn't. Today is the Little League home really? run derby. I didn't uh, know that. Given the, the game's uh, a day off, it's at 6 o'clock our time on ESPN. I, I haven't seen a lot of home runs uh, during this year's Little League World Series, but uh, I guess there are a few out there. And, and again, um, if it's similar to the major league, where you get to choose your pitcher, uh, they're throwing you, you know, batting practice kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, little league home run derby. That's, that'd be in defense. Past recall, I can remember and uh, dating myself. It seemed like the little league fences were two hundred feet all the way around, left, right, center. Still think that's the way it is. I'm not sure if it's two twenty right now. You know, because of the bats, and, uh, you know, we use wooden bats. I never hit a hard ball with an aluminum bat. I, I remember the the rumor was aluminum bats were deader. 
Yes. Which was just the opposite. That's right. I mean, uh, I'm surprised we, you know, if they use aluminum bat in the major leagues, they'd be dead first pitches, first baseman, and third baseman with the ball coming off the bat. They're talking about exit velocity. They, they might hit the 140s and 150s now. Cause yeah. it, but, that, but that ding in the, in the crack is, I don't know, I'm still not used to the ding in college baseball. Uh, and they did that basically because most of those college teams would go through probably a few hundred bats, broken bats. It's just a, a semblance of uh, keeping their cost down. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, I, I was in that transition period through Little League, uh, and you know, every time a wooden bat was broken, uh, there was one less wooden bat in the bag. That's it, right. You know, they just you know replenished with aluminum, and by the time I was in, uh, I guess uh, Babe Ruth League, we called it. Uh, 13, 14, 15-year-olds, um, it was all aluminum by then. And, you know, uh, back then, uh, bats weren't that expensive. You could probably find a nice bat for $10, $15 at, at the most. But today, I hadn't I priced a wooden it's, bat. It's probably in the uh, 75 to $100, and the aluminum one's a lot more than that. And you see some of these kids with two and three bats. Oh, wow, amazing in that regard. Elsewhere, uh, you know, uh, Major League Baseball, you know, Jeff, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, he's got a chance to win the Triple Crown in the uh, National League, which hadn't been done since 1937 when another Cardinal by the name of Ducky Medwick uh, led the Triple Crown League. And they're talking about Goldsmith uh, right now. He, he popped out two yesterday to go along with uh, a run-scoring signal, knocked in five runs yesterday. I think he's up to 105 RBIs. He's uh, one behind maybe in uh, the home run race, and uh, he's too shy, I should say, of Kyle Swarber. And at uh, 35, he leads the National League by one over Pete Alonso, and his 339 batting average leads Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers at 326. So, uh, Goldschmidt uh, hasn't had a National League Triple Crown winner. American League's had a few. Uh, I want to say the lads, the two that uh, come to mind, Mickey Mantle won in 56. Frank Robinson won in 66. Corey Simpson won in 67. And I want to say there was another American leaguer to win it in between 67 and no. now. That no. been. Miguel Cabrera a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, it may, that's who I'm thinking yeah, of. But, yeah, but there was like a 30-plus year drought with there. With uh, Yastrzemski to Cabrera. Cabrera went right, right. uh, in the 2-8, 2-9, somewhere up in, in there. In that neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, when he won it. Uh, but the National League hadn't had one since 1937 when Ducky Medwick of the Cardinals Led the league, so uh, Billy Williams in 1972, okay, won the batting title. I think he was one home run short of Johnny Bench and two or three RBI short of Johnny oh, wow. Bench. But uh, yeah, yeah, a lot Billy of, Williams was my hero. Oh, I hear you. So. Oh, oh, number 26. Yep. Anyway, for the Cubs back in the day, left fielder. Anyway, um, the. Baseball uh, on tap this weekend. Uh, might be glued, uh, besides watching the Saints game, be glued to the Cards and the Braves. So uh, it should be an interesting contest in St. Louis. So uh, Braves bring a lot. Kudos to I've got to put this out there. St. Louis did take three or five from the Cubs they at did. Wrigley. Uh, uh, boy, uh, Stroman got off to a bad start uh, yesterday. Uh, gave up three early runs. And um, then the Cubs started to inch back a little bit, but then uh, Paul Goldschmidt uh, stole the show. Yeah, he did. And Corey Dickerson, he was 10 for 10 until he, uh, I think he struck out on a pitch out inside the strike zone and had 10 hits in a row between the, the games he was playing. So uh, uh, Dickerson, uh, the cards pick him up from Baltimore and uh, 
was hitting about 200 uh, through most of the year. And just in the last, I think he's hitting close to 400, in the, along with a few other Cardinals in the last uh, six weeks or so. Albert Pujols, uh, they're talking about the machine, you know, inching closer to 700. Uh, keep an eye on that. So uh, see how he does in that regard. Um, elsewhere, Jeff, I uh, don't know if there are any other headlines here before we take our first break this morning here on Bayou Sports. I, I would say this. Um, certainly, we, we were not in attendance last night at the Jamboree. If anybody wants to call in and offer up their thoughts on that, obviously next week we'll check in with all those coaches and uh, get a recap on the Jamboree as well as a look ahead to their ex- uh, regular season uh, beginning games uh, next week. And then just want to remind folks, uh, Nish will be hosting Franklin in a Jamboree, JV Jamboree, uh, two 12-minute halves, and then uh, two 12-minute varsity halves, uh, beginning at 6 at Nish, and then Westgate, I believe, still heading to Lake Charles Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I think that's right. So uh, hopefully the the weather, uh, give us a little break maybe later on this evening so you can get out and see some high school football. And it's always nice to support our local teams. And as Jeff mentioned, we have the coaches on, the six uh, area coaches on uh, each day through the course of uh, football season, uh, certain coaches on certain days at certain times. So uh, we'll give you updates on that. Uh, when these coaches will be in here so you can listen to uh, what they have to say about their teams and future opponents and uh, how things are going. So uh, something new we're going to bring to Bayou Sports uh, during the high school football season, Jeff. Yeah, no doubt about it. Looking forward to it. Uh, one thing um, in regard to uh, what I just saw, as it really doesn't have anything to do with sports, but I think Gail Benson has found her next career. That's right. She has bought the site of Chris Owens. That. Bourbon Street Club. I saw that. And so I don't know if she is a singer herself and if she uh, is planning on living above it like Chris did. But, no, it, it was kind of a, amusing. I'm sure it's a good investment. Uh, hopefully uh, it pans out well for her. And it just adds more uh, possible money into uh, the organization and uh, one more free agent or uh, a place to bring the players after the game. Yeah, I just – I can't – I, that's like, you know, she's in real estate. Maybe she's the sees the value of that mm. French Quarter holdout. Uh, you know, and uh, Chris Owens for many years was one of the uh, dancers out there in uh, around the 500 block of uh, Bourbon Street. Uh, anyway, uh, she said, "I'm humbled to have the opportunity to own a property that Chris worked so hard for over 50 years to make into a landmark building on Bourbon Street." And uh, Anyway, uh, Chris and I were good friends for many years. We shared deep love of the city of New Orleans. So, uh, Gail Benson, uh, anyway. uh, I appreciate your mentioning that she is in real estate. She had money of her own. Oh, yes. I'm sure she was uh, uh, supplemented a little bit uh, with Tom's money, but she uh, was not necessarily the gold digger a lot of people thought she was. Yeah, Chris Owens, I think she's still with us, too. She's 89. No, no, she passed away. Oh, she did pass away? She passed away recently. Anyway, uh, she was 89 years old, but uh, and she started her dance routine or whatever in 1956. Wow. Didn't realize that. Remember, I remember years ago getting the Times Picune and seeing ads uh, with her promoting her club and all, and uh, and the sale of the property, they said, closed in August August the 19th, and uh, spokesman Greg Benzel. That's kind of tough. Well, our owner purchased... uh, (laughs) A club 
Anyway, uh, and the building's 20,000 square feet. So no, uh, it's, a, it's a big space. Oh, it is. And, and again, is. with the second floor. Yeah, so. the private residence up above, sure. Anyway, uh, anyway, Gail Benson, uh, as you we mentioned, were, we real sure estate. Absolutely. So uh, in that regard. Anyway, l- let us go ahead and take our uh, first break here this morning. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to AnswerToPain.com. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become part of something bigger. Join the team. We're currently hiring for a variety of offshore positions in both our production and construction divisions, and you can apply right now at Danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. The Corner Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Be there Thursday for Southern Jack Productions. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for the Saints and LSU and no bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 19 East Main across from McDonald's. Best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer, now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit margaritas and daiquiris. And thanks again for voting the Quarter Tavern. Best bar and more this year's Best of the Tesh. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Friday, August the 26th. And, uh, of course, Saints going at it tonight. Of course, one big question. Will Jameis Winston see the field tonight? You know, I think he'd like to play. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, Coach Dennis Allen has uh, 
he basically is not answering any of those questions when they keep repeating, uh, is he going to let him play? You got to let him play, take some reps. And uh, he's been quiet on that for so uh, – Elsewhere, uh, the Saints, um, I know rookie left tackle uh, Trevor Penning, uh, development has been one of the more fascinating <laughs> subplots. They're going to keep an eye on him. Of course, quarterback Ian Book tonight. Uh, we'll see if uh, – I think he's on the edge, Jeff, if he's going to make the team or not with Andy Dalton and a sure backup. And Tyson Hill uh, could be the third-string quarterback if push comes to shove. I think I mentioned this. Uh, I, I think it depends on – who they need on the roster. If if there is a bigger need at a different position, the difference between that 53-man roster and uh, bumping, because you're right, Taysom Hill could easily be the third-string emergency quarterback. Or could Book be termed the emergency quarterback? Uh, and the practice that way, squad? That way he's not part of the 53. True. So True. I, I might look for him in that role. May, may have something to do with payroll at some point. Yeah, and you put him on the practice squad, anybody can seize him yeah. up at any time. So uh, we'll see. Please. Yeah, we'll see how James Hurst, too. He's nursing a little injury. So will we see Pennington tonight start? Uh, time will tell. Elsewhere uh, at this point, the Saints have a good idea who they're going to keep, I think. Uh, at certain roster positions, uh, the exception uh, – uh, Pete Werner is still dealing with a groin injury. Saints have to shuffle four players into his spot. Of course, with uh, Asul, uh, Hanson, and Wilson, uh, Bostic, uh, they're, they're linebackers that uh, all those players have legitimate chances to making the team. Uh, Kurt Merritt, we're going to keep an eye on him tonight. Uh, of course, Merritt, the young man who uh, from Destrehan who signed with Oregon out of uh, high school, then uh, ran into a little trouble, moved to Arkansas State and played there for a few years and uh, bounced around the NFL a couple of teams last year, and the Saints pick him up. Uh, had a pretty good uh, return game last week with a 59-yarder. So, uh, anyway, we're going to see how – I think they're trying to get him in there. Yeah, yeah, but how many wide receivers do you keep? Do you keep five, six, or seven probably with merit? I think there are a couple of wide receivers. You know. but, but, again, special teams. True. And you, True. you don't want to put uh, Michael Thomas uh, on, uh, as a winger. Um, what do they call that? Uh, guys at the edge. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the rush, edge rusher. Edge, no, no, on special teams. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Punting is special. Yeah, the, uh, they have a term for it, the thrasher, the uh, crash. I don't know. The name escapes me, but you're right. Uh, uh, the person that burns down the field. Anyway, um, we'll see if Winston, uh, Alva Kamara, Michael Thomas, uh, doubt if any of them hit the field. Uh, meanwhile, we, uh, we're we going to bring back an old face. It looks like it's going to start for the Chargers uh, tonight, and that's Chase Daniels. There you He'll go. He'll be the uh, starting quarterback, it looks like, for the Chargers tonight. So interesting, and uh, the Saints uh, not scoring right now, uh, you know, uh, but not putting up many points, so we'll see if yeah, maybe that's, uh, that's a concern for me, too. I don't care if it's Winston or whoever uh, back at quarterback. Saints need to see uh, if they can score some points. Of course, Sean Payton, first year not with the Saints. Uh, uh, it's going to be some interesting questions tonight, Jeff. Yeah, and you've got a defensive guy who's running the team, um, and obviously he's, he's still maintained some of Sean Payton's staff. Uh, but, yeah, 8.9 points per game uh, is concerning, in my opinion, especially it being exhibition, where you'd think it would almost be a little bit more wide open. So, yeah. but, but, of course, the other team's trying to make a roster as well, players on the other team. But, yeah. uh, again, though, uh, put this into perspective, yeah, 8.9 points per game, and that's just two 
but zero preseason snaps by Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Obviously, the, oh, the core you, of your offense. And you got to add Mark Ingram to that uh, particular yeah. uh, uh, foursome, too. So uh, we'll see how that's going to look tonight. Uh, of course, the Saints will kick it off uh, September, I believe, 11th. Uh, and it I'm is a noon game at Atlanta. At Atlanta, the, the hated Falcons. So. By, by the way, and you know, get to the Quarter Tavern early for that one. Uh, special morning concert and benefit. St. Ju- uh, St. Francis Diner, excuse me, right. going to benefit uh, from a breakfast being cooked, uh, donations being accepted. T.K. Hewlin and Steve Adams going to play oh, wow. beginning at 9, leading into the Saints game. Oh, okay. So, so three hours of entertainment, so to speak. There you go. Anyway, in the meantime, today in sports history, August the 26th, 1903, uh, the Phillies walk 17 Dodgers in a nine-inning game. That's just unheard of, too. Uh, they say a walk's as good as a hit. Well, uh I'm sure the Phillies were quite excited. 1912, Major League pitcher uh, Walter Johnson, the big train. His 16-game winning streak ends uh, in that regard. 1930, Hack Wilson hits his 44th homer and breaks Chuck Klein's NL record. I think Hack Wilson that year also knocked in 190 runs, too, which is the Major League record for RBIs in a season. Elsewhere in 1939, the first Major League Baseball telecast. As the Reds defeat the Dodgers at Ebbets Field. I believe it, that was part of the World's Fair. I, I did, too. And and it was motivated by, because uh, the World's Fair had a big television exhibit. That's uh, right. Very few people had them. Uh, there weren't a lot of broadcasts, certainly not national broadcasts. And I think they only thought uh, there were 400 TVs in New York City yeah, at the if time. That, if that, the, the station that broadcast the game, check this, W2. XBS. They got a two in there. I wonder if that was kept. I don't know why that came about. But W2XBS and Red Barber. Eventually became WNBC. Yeah, and Red Barber yeah. becomes the first uh, TV broadcaster announcer. There you go. Uh, the old Dodger, the old redhead. Uh, I think he grew up in Alabama, too. Meanwhile, 1947, uh, Dan Beckhead, the Major League's first African-American pitcher, homers in his first at-bat in a 16-3 to loss to Pittsburgh at Ebbets Field. So, uh Major League pitcher steps up, knocks one out the park. First at bat. Hoyt, I think Hoyt Wilhelm did that, too. 1959, the first color telecast NBC of a tennis match, the Davis Cup, in 1955. 1956, the Yankees announced the purchase of Enos Slaughter from Kansas City to make room for uh, country. The Yanks, uh, we talked about it yesterday, they released Scooter, Phil Rizzuto. Oh, holy cow. <laughs> Elsewhere, in 1971, Bobby Orr signs a five-year contract with the Boston Bruins worth $1 million, the first million-dollar contract in NHL history. In 72, Leo DeRocher replaces Harry Walker as the manager of the Houston Astros. Uh, and he just, uh, I think, the, he was just let go by the Cubs, I think, uh, a year or two earlier, Jeff. Uh, he was with the Cubs in 69 when they had that run, but the Miracle Mets knocked him off. 1990, uh, Bo Jackson hits his fourth of four consecutive homers. In 2016, Colin Kaepernick kneels during the U.S. National Anthem at San Diego's Qualcomm Stadium while playing against the uh, Chargers, objecting to racial injustice and police brutality in the U.S., and the rest uh, is history. Uh, birthdays today, Tommy Heinsohn, born in 1937, of course, an NBA star, coach of the Celtics and broadcaster, born in Jersey City, New Jersey. 
1979, Jamal Lewis, the American League, uh, National Football League, I should say, running back, Super Bowl champ, uh, NL rushing leader in 03, born in Atlanta, Georgia. 1985, David Price, uh, Major League Baseball pitcher, uh, Cy Young Award winner, born in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And I, got, I can pass up this one. Quote of the day, uh, a little yogiism here. You've got to be very careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. Uh, our boy Yogi, man. <laughs> and he's, they had a book of yogiism. I mm-hmm. think it was like 150 pages. So you can imagine, you know, half the time uh, I didn't say what I said. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I Yogi just hope Yogi got to profit from oh, it. Oh, I'm sure he did. Uh, Yogi Berra, uh, the best bad-hitting baseball player ever. Best bad-pitching-hitting baseball player ever. He'd be swinging balls above his head. Of course, Yogi stood a whole 5'8 or so. Anyway, Jeff, uh, that's it for today in sports history and August 26th. Uh, don't know if you have any other updates or I didn't see any lines. huge breaking news uh, in the last few minutes, uh, but uh, again... Uh, LSU is still waiting. Uh, he's, uh, Brian Kelly's predicting that uh, an LSU freshman tight end will hit like another SEC star. Uh, and again, uh, waiting to find out uh, who uh, is finally named. Uh, apparently, Kelly getting close to naming a starter at quarterback. I've got to think they've got to do it in advance of um, you know, maybe watching Florida State play uh, oh, tomorrow right. night. They'll play tomorrow night. That's great against and, Duquesne. Yeah, and then maybe determine after that. Uh, but but I I would hope by Monday it's announced. Yeah, uh, and and certainly the team will have known because that guy's going to be taking Duke, all the reps. That's right. That's right. But Duke, I didn't even know Duquesne played football. To yeah. be honest with you. Anyway, Florida State uh, will play them. And, of course, the Tigers kick it off, not this Sunday, but next over in the uh, Superdome as they take on Florida State, who have a game under their belt, so to speak. And, you know, you talk about the freshman tight end. There's also a freshman offensive lineman named Campbell. His first name escapes me. He'll be the starting, one of the starting tackles for the Tiger, a true freshman. It looks like uh, he's going to hit the lineup. Highly recruited coming out of high school, an early commitment to LSU, and uh, he might be lining up at uh, – I'm not sure if it left or right tackle for the Tigers. There you go. So that'll uh, do it for uh, today's edition of Bayou Sports. Uh, join us again on Monday. Coach Ryan Antoine following his uh, Jamboree game against Lake Charles College Prep. Uh, we'll uh, review it and look forward to a full week of talking to high school coaches in advance of Friday night's uh, regular season uh, debut of high school football. Big thanks to our sponsors, including Louisiana L.A. Classic Roofing, Cane Rope Golf and Turf Club, Headache and Pain Center, Schwing Insurance, and the Quarter Tavern. News is up after a short break, and then Lee Kane and the Breakfast Club continue on here at Kane 107.5. Stay with us. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Road. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Road and enjoy. With more than